Yanny or Laurel? Just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. What's your favorite yeah. iftar food? Um, uh, Bukor. Uh, fruit shot. I'm way too tired of that BS to be asking questions like that around here. There, if you go on like the YouTube trending page, like all of the videos are basically the Yanny. The White House thing. is doing it. It's mm-hmm. just not cool. Like I, sometimes I hate the internet for what they, <laughs> for what they do to certain things. Mm-hmm. Like I was tired of it by the first like hour, I think, because it was yeah. just so overly exposed. You, you guys remember the purple dress? In the blue yeah. dress, blue dress and white dress. It was blue oh. and black and gold and uh, oh, yeah, white. Yeah. That wasn't as bad because that was cool. That was cool because it was so big on social media before anything. But now, like all these um, daytime TV shows, nighttime, oh, yeah. like all yeah. them, they're such cloud chasers, uh-huh. and the they want to be like yeah. they're they're trying to market themselves more on social media and YouTube than they are on TV and stuff. Right. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. And so it's annoying when like they steal the world, internet stuff. Yeah, the world doesn't even know about something and they're already chasing it and it's like, yeah. all right, dead. Mm-hmm. Joke's dead. Yeah. So yeah. But anyways, um yeah, the Ramadan. Yeah. You I guys actually both don't pick the same thing. I don't I don't even like pakora are good and everything, but I I don't try to eat them when they open iftar. They're like super oily. Is so, it still your top choice or no? I don't know. I I mean, pakora if maybe like I don't know everything. For me, fried. it's definitely top choice. So pakora are like what? Fried, fried potatoes, onions, and potatoes mm-hmm. in like a what's that? Thing? The green, what's Batter. the green stuff? Cilantro. Spinach, spinach, cilantro. cilantro. I thought spinach. I don't know if it's spinach. No. Oh. Spinach. I think it, I think you thought there was spinach? Yeah, I don't. Inside spinach Bukhari? doesn't get hard like that, does it? No, it's cilantro. But yeah, either way, okay. it's fr- it's fried. So yeah. So iftar is like what we open our fast with, since it's still Ramadan. Um, and that's what you like initially. So you, everybody usually opens their fast with a date. Um, and then they eat like fruit chaat, which is like a fruit salad, I guess. Fruit mm-hmm. salad, yeah. And, um, that's pakore, actually really good too, which though. Is what they just said. And then a few other things. But that's basically what you start out with. And then you have like the bigger meal. Yeah. I don't think you can ever go wrong with fruit. Yeah. You can go wrong with fruit chaat because some, yeah. some people like they really <laughs> mess it up. They'd be putting like chickpeas and almonds and random stuff and like too mm-hmm. much spice and juice in the... Just, just like, yeah. just leave it. They mix the raw. Yeah. Just leave it as a fruit. <laughs> they yeah. put too much masala in there too. Yeah. Like sure. I think that fruit jot does like that's actually probably like. The but how's your Ramadan right? going? You guys doing good? Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the last few days were really good. Like I was expecting something else, but today I just didn't have enough to eat, so I'm kind of feeling it. Yeah. But mm. I realized I just need to eat earlier in the night. I can't eat at Sari. Can you guys eat at Sari time? Like eat a good proper meal. Well, I, I'm, a, I I'm a huge so midnight hard. snacker. I, I eat more during like midnight mm-hmm. regularly than I do during the day. I can so eat at like 1 a.m. But like if I'm waking up out of my sleep to eat at 3:30, like I can't do I it. Force myself oh, to. I'm staying up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to the 50th episode of Strange Flavors. Thank this you, thank you. Brought to you by Alif Theory. My name is Faraz. My name is John A.K. Shimmer. My name is Amber. Oh, real quick on the Ramadan thing. So, um, I, um, am a, I don't sleep a lot. And so that I don't dream a lot. And I hate dreams and I hate sleeping. But last night I had a dream. This is why I hate dreams. Wait, you hate dreams? Yeah, yeah I hate dreams. Why? There's, I didn't I think you hated I, I Before you love dreams. That's because you true. never got them. That's not true. Yeah, you always say like, oh, I don't get dreams, man. I want well, dreams. Well, that, so like I wish I had more dreams, but, okay. but I hate them. 
Okay. 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 Because I I feel like there's no such thing as a good dream. That's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't really remember a lot of my dreams. A bad dream where something bad happens to you, you wake up terrified, whatever. Like not a good dream. And if you have an amazing dream where you're like a we've talked about this stuff before, like that. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like I feel like well before I used to say a bad dream is a good dream and a good dream is a bad dream, but a bad dream is bad too because of what happened to me last night. So here's what happened, right? I was, um, I was in uh, sajud, like which is like prayer, you, where, you, where you go down, right? In the dream, I'm praying, and my brother, uh, he comes up behind me, he steps on my back, okay, really hard, okay. Now I can't get up, and he grabs me from the back of the neck and he starts choking me, and I cannot breathe. I'm like freaking out, and he, I'm like, does he think this is a joke? What is? I I can't move. And I cannot breathe. And I'm like literally like trying to scream and gasp for air. And I can see my mom in the kitchen, but she doesn't see me. And I'm like literally trying to get her attention because I'm about to die. Okay. And then I take this huge breath. I wake up. I'm like, um, I look in my, like I look down and it's my own arm across from my neck <laughs> choking me. And I literally could not breathe. That's how I woke up. Okay. Oh, in real life, you're choking In real yourself. life, I was choking myself. So dreams so aren't that's the what... issue, you're the issue. Yeah, you're the issue, bro. Like... <laughs> and how's the relationship with your brother? That you're... Well, I was, I was super mad at him when I woke up. Uh, I was like, who do you think you are? <laughs> Walking into my dreams like that? You trying to choke me up? You think you're a funny guy? <laughs> what if he's like, you go upstairs and he's sleeping, and he's like, yes, finally. <laughs> I hate dreams for that reason. Um, but yes, it is the 50th episode, guys. Uh, thank you for making it this far. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you. And um, of course, Bless. we usually do these giveaways like all the time because we love you guys. We give and away so, our souls, our time. So this, so the, for the 50th episode, we're shipping Shimmer in a Box yes. uh, if you win this contest. Is that really a prize? I don't know if that's a prize. Honestly, we're just trying to get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, we're, we're going to give you a nice little gift box with a bunch of goodies. Um, Strange flavor goodies. Yeah. And all you have to do is go on our most recent Instagram post when you hear this and tag three friends. Um, you can comment as many times as you like uh, for more chances to win. Just make sure that they're different friends. And they're not like random pages. Yeah, they have to be like you know people you follow, and you can't just be tagging like Mark Wahlberg and yeah. whoever. Unless world Mark, star. Mark Wahlberg like likes or comments. If Mark yeah. Wahlberg com like follows Strange Flavors after you've commented, you're like, automatic winner. Like we like you're gonna get shipped to us, and you're gonna get to yeah um, get anything that you like yeah because if you can make that happen. Yeah. It's goals. Um, so yeah, good luck on the contest, everybody, and we hope you keep listening um, for 50 more episodes. Um, so we had uh, somebody uh, who is a really good friend of ours and a pretty devoted listener, uh, Sanjay, send us something um, that he wanted us to highlight, and it's this uh, this is project that one of his friends is doing. Um, it's it's a project based out of uh, uh, Kashmir. Shout so, out Kashmir. Yeah, Amber's from Kashmir. Um, and I think we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> and it highlights uh, delivering uh, period kits to villages because it's very hard to access them um, mm -hmm. in that part. And uh, the kit includes two underwears and two, two reusable pads. Um, and the plan is to prepare 100 period kits. Um, and there's no contribution that is too small if you'd like to donate. You know, this is the month of giving. And so if you would like to, we're leaving the GoFundMe link in the bio. Uh, her name is uh, Iptihal Raja. Um, and yeah, you can like 
read more info about what she's doing, why she's doing it. And it, we just thought it was like a really, really great thing yeah. that she's doing. This That's is so cool. So That's cool awesome. of you. And thank you, Sanjay, for forwarding yeah, thank that. Thank you, Sanjay. If anybody else has things like that, um, feel free to reach us on social media. Um, we're Strange Flavors everywhere. Or our email is strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, please contribute generously because that's pretty dope. Bless. Um, so this uh, royal wedding oh, going man. on, what was it, last night during? At 4 a.m. Yeah, here. during our Sari time. Yeah. <laughs> People were sc- skipping their prayers to watch the royal wedding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did you guys actually see it? I watched it this morning, like after I woke up. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, like there was, a, a, first of all, she, Meghan Markle, she's really cute. Like I love her. I she's the her bride, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was she played Rachel Zane in Suits. Did you guys ever watch Suits? I feel like I've asked this on the podcast no. before. No. Okay, I was a huge Suits fan, and the main character in so Suits. So she's an actress. Yeah, oh. and the main character in Suits is Mike Ross. I loved Mike Ross and Rachel Zane together. So first, they were of all, dating in the show. They were married in the show. Oh, okay. And like that was his love interest, and they had like this whole back and forth, but. To see her with another man, okay? I'm having issues with it. Yes, like why? And royalty at that. Right. And so whole time like Mike Ross is looking around with like freaking turning around his pockets because he's nothing compared to what Prince Harry or what's his name? Is his name Prince Harry? Sure, we're gonna go with that. His name's not Prince Harry. (laughs) No. (laughs) The prince. But like we I feel like okay, like like I don't necessarily get the hype with it. It's like a huge thing in the UK, but like a lot of people are like really hype about it over here. Yeah, um, I thought like so I thought it was just like this huge crazy thing because you know kings and queens they don't really like you know there's no kings and but the queen and you know the royal wedding and whatever you think is just like this giant massive thing. But when I see see all these snaps, it just seems like a normal wedding, just like yeah. kind of hyped up and like all the celebrities are there. I think it's just like so like slow and boring. Mm-hmm. The best thing, though, is that it's now they have some black in the fam, in the royal fam. Oh, yeah, because she's mixed, right? Oh, yeah, her mom's cool. black. That's cool. Um, but I gotta say, like, Pakistani people or brown people have the hypest weddings of all time. Because I watched this and I was, like, yawning and stuff because it was so boring. It was so dry. Like, we get all cute, dressed in jewels, lipstick ready, eyebrows on fleek, jewels on fleek, everything. For, like, five days straight. For, for a, a month straight. A month straight. And over here, it was just, like, mm-hmm. And she looks really watching. pretty, though. Don't get me wrong. Dude, imagine, like, a brown wedding being filmed. Mm-hmm. Like on, on television, like a that royal brown wedding. I mean, that's lit. every Bollywood movie. We get to see, but it, it. not for five days straight. And also, the whole world isn't like, watching cool. it. Okay, yeah. imagine so. that. Like everyone's just staying why up for you, five why days. Why don't you straight. copy yourself some royalty, and then we can witness that. Yo, well. you trying to make that happen? Live stream uh, Ronald Pono wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think all the royal royal stuff. Like it's it's cool. It's amazing. I'm glad know. people are hype about it. Like, mm-hmm. but I just find it like it's too much for me. I just like people having a good time. Yeah. It brings happiness so, and joy. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Congratulations. Congrats. Um, Congrats, Megan. From I just strange. wish you were still with Mike, but it's all good. <laughs> well, we have some real royalty on the show today, people. I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, this is a, a, this is an episode we're extremely excited for because the stranger this week is Mo Vision. Um, he's an exciting artist from the DMV, remaining authentic to his sound and his roots after having many, many projects under his belt already. Um, he surprised us with a lot of different uh, things he told us, including his age, because he looks so much younger than he actually mm-hmm. is. But um, you know, we were we were very um, excited to have him on here. Um, and uh, I was, I don't know about you guys, but I was trying not to fangirl the whole time because I've been so hyped about his <laughs> song recently. I'm like, 
yo yo do that bar bro <laughs> like yo can you sing this part <laughs> no but um yeah so uh we hope you guys enjoy this episode and thank you for listening to 50 episodes again uh without further ado this is mo vision Word to Kobe, I got 81 flows When I put it on the flow, they be doing the most Bringing up Pakistan, what's the line of my bros? They got AK-47s, why you locking the door? I don't need no weapon on me, God been watching my back Since 2179, I ain't cutting no slack When you see me pulling up, it's always nothing but love If you look into my eyes, ain't no calling the bluff Showstopper, I came to conquer Nike checks all on my body like I got a sponsor I mean, we have to talk about it. That's mm-hmm. so. So, your song "Hayel Fala." Did you think that? Did you know that it was gonna be as hype as it turned out? Um. I mean, are you even aware? I'm not of how aware. Hype it I'm not is? really. I'm not really aware of like how people feel when they listen to it. Okay. Still, because you, have you got feedback? I mean, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I knew people would like it because my mom liked it. And wow, my nice. mom like she likes my music, but she like doesn't say that much when she listens to it. After she's like, it's good, but this time she was like, "What's her What's her like breakdown of like what counts as something? Why that's is it good? Good or what's not? I mean, like she just thought it was super catchy. She thought it was like needed. Like she was like she was like breaking it down to me on like some really like deeper levels which i wasn't really trying to hear oh, from you, her because she <laughs> like, saw the islamic yeah yeah where, okay but um so that but too. she was like breaking it down on that level where she was like you know this is good this is needed like you're doing something that's kind of like positive and empowering as well and then and like but me personally like i don't even think of it like that i just did it because i felt like doing it that's how you know yeah. what i mean like i don't nice. i don't think too much about that one yeah so so you're uh pakistani yeah my mom is indian my dad is from pakistan okay so are your parents pretty desi would you say or no um no not really they they came here when they were like in um high school like so they they went to high school here they went to like you know i mean okay because i was imagining like like a desi mom typical desi mom like listening to me like no her this bumps her her favorite song right now is stir fry (laughs) Really? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's her favorite awesome. song right now. Like that's hilarious. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Is that important to you? Like your parents um, liking your music? Yeah, of course. Um, my dad is like more, I guess, typical like thisy, like mm-hmm. more vibes like that. Cause he he knows I make music. He supports it, but the way he supports it is by not telling me to stop. Is it like mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. yeah, yeah. like that's him giving me his like not of approval because he he trusts that i'm doing the right thing for the right reasons but he's like he for me to not feel like a pushback from him Mm -hmm. that's me knowing that like he's supporting me but he doesn't listen to my music like at all oh okay does he look at it like through a business perspective like at Uh, all i don't think he wants to or he's just like he's just like just doing his thing just do what you're doing don't get me involved like and just do you do they understand like your um i guess you know your fan base and things like that like people actually listen to you and like you my mom does okay my mom does so yeah. they so she yeah, knows yeah. all about it yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she's part of the club she's part of the club she's yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. leader of it <laughs> she's, yeah, yeah. No, that's she that's cute yeah, that's cute yeah, yeah, though like yeah. that's awesome though when a mom is that supportive oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure um let's so for people that don't know you let's talk about you as a person mm-hmm. first of all like where um are you in life right now where's your headspace at what are you ex- excited about currently um i'm excited about Honestly, like, 
I've been making music for a long time, mm-hmm. like a very long time. I started in What's a long 2006 time? is when I first recorded my wow. first song. How old are you? And I'm 30 years old. Oh, wow. And like, I've, I've You made, do not look 30. Not at all. <laughs> I, I thought you were our age. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, we're all like, the thing is like, it's, it's really like a mind state. That's what I feel like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, Definitely. where I'm at at 30, like you guys might be like way ahead, like where you're at. As from compared to where I'm at, because I'm still like figuring out life and everything. That's how I feel, and it's like I think we all are. I think we all are. But like, like that's how I feel about like age in general. But like, I started making music when I was my first year of uh, college, and like that was like way back. So I went to. What did you do in college? I went to Montgomery College, like a community college, Mm -hmm. and like I didn't have any direction really. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I just knew that, like, I would always write stuff down, like, always. Like, even when I was in, like, middle school, I have, like, a note cards where I write raps on, like, from way back when I was, like, little. And um, they wouldn't really make sense. I actually always had this, like, dream of, like, it's, like, kind of a typical, like, kid dream. I was, like, a really shy kid. And, like, in middle school, I would be, like, I had this, this, I don't know what you want to call it, but, like, this like a fantasy, I guess. Epitome. Like some, not not an epitome. Okay. So like, just like a thing that I always thought of. Like, I want to do this, some, something like this one day, where it was like a talent show going on, mm-hmm. and my, like my boys performing or whatever, and then I'm sitting in the crowd and I was so quiet, no one knew about me. So I was like, I have a mic the whole time, and then like, like all of a sudden I pick up the mic and I start rapping. And I Yo. go up on stage, <laughs> and like everyone's like, oh my gosh, like who's this guy? Have you <laughs> achieved that? Yeah, I've achieved that feeling, like the feeling that okay, I got awesome. for that. But like, I'm excited about just feeling this like wave of like energy towards me and what I'm doing now. Like people like, finally yeah. recognizing it. Okay. Because like I've been making music for, like I said, for a long time, and it's, it's not, like, it's. <laughs> that is the loudest. <laughs> that was louder than me. Sorry. Oh, good. But like, I made. I remember the first like mixtape I made. I joined it. Someone's pissed. <laughs> Someone's really angry. They know Mo Vision is in the building, so we got the ambulance fire. <laughs> like, yo, the heat is here. Someone's the heat is in Baltimore, okay. I'm actually afraid. Like, we're about to hear, like, gunshots outside. <laughs> quick. I don't think we have a gunshots. We have dogs barking, people fighting. <laughs> that, people people fighting, cussing yeah. each other out. Mm-hmm. Like, but. in the backtrack of the... the uh, that's pretty dope. That's, like, yeah. really... Like, well, yeah. people know that, you know, the they understand because with the cameras and everything, yeah. they understand where we are. And, you know, we always say on the podcast, like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, sirens. Yeah. And no, I like it. I mess but with yeah. that. But like, it's just, um, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been hearing like, you know, like when you put music out for so long and no one's listening, mm-hmm. it's like I've never done it for like people like I've always just done it. And like. That just shows because I've done it for mean, so never long. Done it for like people. I've never, I've never made music to get recognized okay. for like, oh, you're you're a musician or whatever. I just made music because it helps me like cope with stuff and like understand what's going on in my life. So like, if I'm like stressed out about school, like I, when I started making music, I would just write about it, make a song about it, mm. and then that would, that would like relieve my stress, and then I would go and work on what I need to get done for school. You know what I mean, yeah. so eventually that kind of music turned into stuff that people like to listen to mm-hmm. so then now i'm like making it in a different way where it's like i'm making it like thinking like oh like a like, purpose yeah there's purpose behind it but like there was always purpose but it's like now it's a different purpose Got it's it. like changing mm-hmm. you know what i mean so okay like, so that's where we'll get back to like that whole process yeah, in a bit, yeah but let's let's just go over uh what does mo vision mean 
Mo Vision is literally, so my name is Muhammad. So people, every Muhammad is called Mo. Like right. whether you like it or not. Like I actually hate being called Mo. Like, really? <laughs> but not anymore. It's like, I'm so used to it now. But like in the beginning, like, and not in the beginning, but like when people called me Mo, like I was like, that's not my name. Like why, mm. you don't know me. Like why are you calling yeah. me Mo? <laughs> right. So, but that just happened. Like everyone called me Mo. And then I went by the stereotypical, most, most basic rap name that everyone probably is every rapper's ever had which is boy wonder and that was my rap name like that was my what i went by as a rapper right and that was like when i started and i think every rapper has had that name at some point that's like the boy most wonder. Wonder. Yeah, the generic <laughs> name right and then so i went by that and then i was like i want to be more like i like you know artists that have their actual name as their like artist name so okay. i was like people call me mo i can't go by muhammad as a rapper that's not gonna work right at mm -hmm. all for on so many levels and like so i went by mo and then i went by mo for a little while and then i just realized i was like i need a last name because mo is not like really you can't like it's not enough it's not enough right and it's like so i i just listened to my music and i thought of i listened to the word that i end up, that i say the most and i wrote down all the words that i say the most in my raps and i noticed that i say the word vision a lot yeah. I, i've said the word vision a lot in all my like music and then i was like okay i'll just add vision to my name and it's nice. like more it works like more vision and it's like mm -hmm. are there any other names that you've gone through gone there's a whole list of like last names that i was trying to add but like okay. nah, that's pretty much it Got it. all right so then we know what mo vision sort of means so you were talking about purpose earlier what does mo vision represent um mo vision just represents like everyone just trying to be them just striving to be themselves because that's the hardest thing to do now like one of the hardest things to do in the generation we live in is to be yourself because like everyone is telling you how to be, you know what I mean? Like everyone is telling you what the definition of beauty is. Like even f like for girls, it's so hard. Like my younger sister, like we talk about all the time, like it's, it's like beauty is like in, there's so many, there's no definition of what beauty is, you know what I mean? So like that's what my whole message always wanna be like, just be yourself. And if like you're, you know, you know like, at the end of the day, like even like what happened with like with Kanye just now, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a sign of like how weird of a time we live in. Because the fact is that he I don't agree with what he said, okay. but that's not what people were upset about. People were upset that he said it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's what he thinks. Hmm. So hmm. if he's like instead of us arguing with what he said, most people were arguing with the fact that he said it. So most people are saying that we'd be okay with you if you kept that thought quiet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he thinks yeah. that still. You know what I'm saying? So the issue becomes us not being allowed to be ourselves. Yeah. Right. And I think that was his whole purpose too. And he, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, the whole free thing. Yeah, for sure. Free thinking is a, is a beautiful thing, but there's a lot of levels to even what happened with that. Yeah. But that's my main takeaway from that. I was like, wow, like, People are really angry that he said what he thought. Mm. It's like, yeah, you you don't agree with it, but argue that you don't agree with it. People weren't arguing that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they weren't agreeing. Yeah. I see it in a lot of like your videos and like on your social media. Like, what is sound from the basement? I see um, that everywhere. Sound from the basement is um, literally like I record everything in the basement. Okay. So, so is it like a creative <laughs> label or whatever? Or um, label? So. It's, um, we're striving to be a label. Um, at this point, it's, 
it's a little collective of artists. It's me, my sister, uh, Tristan. Um, and, and what do they what do they do? So Produce she and... she sings. Okay. Um, she's she's working on a project that she's dropping in uh, a month. Um, it's like a small EP, like five tracks, and um, she's super dope. And Tristan is also working on a project right now, so he's a rapper. Um, now, when it comes to like being yourself and expressing mm -hmm. that, uh, as a rapper, that can be really hard to sort of like stand out. Mm -hmm. um, so, how do you think, or when was it that you sort of like found your sound, if you found it yet? Um, I don't think, yeah, like I don't know if I've found it. I know I like to make music that I like to listen to. So, like, what happens is that. I'll make something and then I'll go back and listen to like old music that I like and I was like oh I'll take inspiration from that and then my sound will just keep changing mm. and like turning into different things like that's how I feel so everything that everything that I've made has pretty much been there's inspiration behind it from an artist that I like or used to listen to most of it comes from like what I really grew up listening to cool. which is what so um she's about to ask that question so so many artists so like my first album that i ever bought was well the first album i ever like got not with my own money was um my mom bought me a will smith like album right so that's like the first and i and i'm blessed for that because the fact is that will smith like he makes p the most pure music. Like, he makes just good-natured, pure... He doesn't cuss in his raps. So, like, that was my foundation, right? So I went from that. Then the first one I bought was Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event, which was the opposite, almost, of, like, <laughs> what Busta Rhymes was... I mean, what, what uh, Will, Will Smith, Smith was doing, yeah. right? That, was, that album was about, like, the end of the world. It was, like, his flows were crazy. It was just, like, the first... I was actually, like, traumatized when I heard the first intro. You should go and listen to the intro. It's, like, scary as hell. Um, but, um... So I listened to that, and then Mace, um, Tupac. Tupac is, like, what I listened to for the longest period of time. Like, there was a okay. point where I was, like, that type of kid who, like, was, like, I only listen to Tupac. Mm. And anyone who Tupac dissed, like, f*** them. <laughs> like, like, I don't like you. Like, for no reason. I was, like, even, like, he's, like, he said, I was listening to Jay-Z, and I heard Tupac say, fuck Jay-Z. And I was, like, yeah. I guess I can't listen to Jason <laughs> like for no reason. Yeah. Um, a lot of your beats I notice sound like um, they're almost like forty produced, like uh, Drake's producer, mm -hmm. um, like that. A lot of eight oh eights and the muffled sort of sample. Is that something you sort of like gravitate towards, or do you know? I love, it? yeah, I love, um, I love the way like, yeah, forty's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like anything he touches is amazing to me, and also like, just the production is ridiculous on any of his projects, and. So definitely. Um, and then another thing that I really like was um, 808s and Heartbreaks. It's like okay. my favorite album. Um, like that is so beautiful to me. Like, so nice. I definitely take a lot of inspiration from that how, album. How do you like, I guess, when was like the first time you kind of popped off? Because I see, you know, Kaya Somar, mm -hmm. who's like a, you know, a famous YouTuber with like yeah. one million subscribers. He like promotes your music a yeah. lot. Like, you know, how, yeah. how's that like in every... So it's funny because... Um, that just shows you the power. Like if you're if you're trying to get your music out there, like that's really a big uh, tool that artists can use. Um, and we let we DMing people and and like messaging people is like a great tool. And like if you're an artist, you should definitely have someone on your team dedicated to doing just that. And um, but with Kais, it was a, a longer thing. Like we 
it went further back. So when he started out, he would do trips to like VA. He would do trips like just like meet and greets in different cities. So my sister went to one of them and gave him this project that we worked on. Me and her, we made a little mixtape. Um, that was like the first one we made um, together. And then what does your sister go by? So she goes by Edu. So like. She stands uh, for EDU. education. Yeah. Education? Yeah. Education Dude, is the deadliest weapon. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so she gave him like a, a CD of our music. And then he went and like was like doing a vlog and he like played it in the vlog. And then people were like, what's this song? What's this song? And then he like used it as, he used this one track called Lose My Cool in um, intro for his vlogs at the time, like way back. And he used it for like every one of them. And that's like dope. that, that just blew up, and that's where it went. And then he's, and then like I've stayed in touch with sending him music, and he's a really nice guy, and like he's always like looked out. Was that like the first time you kind of like popped off? Or that's when it started. That's okay. when like that's when the like views and like the numbers started going up, and I was like, oh, okay, like I there's like like people like this music, yeah. like you yeah. know what I mean, like so I, that's that's what happened. I don't know if it's fair to say if you like comparisons or not, but like I feel like you have a very Toronto sound. Mm-hmm. I thought when Musically? I yeah. yeah it just seems like your whole vibe with like you know your whole creative process and all that kind of stuff um I know you said that like you just make raps you're not a rapper but it, it seems like you're very established in your sort of sound and your mm-hmm. artistry so is it something that like you get inspired by I know you're in the DMV area is that important to you yeah um I think I love like all like first of all like I love all types of there's so many genres within like hip-hop Mm. right there's so many types of like hip hop I like from I like all of it but like and all of it inspires me but um I've definitely like enjoyed listening to and watching like Drake's career like his albums have been like perfect to me like they're just stories they start and finish and they're perfect mm. um but like the two guys that I really like call my so I, I feel like when I started rapping Drake and J. Cole weren't out okay. at all. Like they weren't, weren't, they're like a little bit older than me. They're like my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, what happened for me was like the guys who I looked up to were like, like I said, like Mace was a big one when I was younger, but then Mace is like huge. Like if you guys go back and listen, I don't know if you guys are like hip to Mace like that. Are you? Not to Mace. I mean, yeah. So Kanye's flow is like Mace flow, mm-hmm. right? When Kanye, like college dropout flow, that's like Mace flow. Like, yeah. Mace has, like, done so much for so many artists as far as, like, flow goes. Like, so many artists take inspiration from Mace. And um, so that's also another guy who, like, you know, you even hear the influences in Drake's flow, like, from Mace. So, like, what happens is, like, guys who, since we're in the same age group, what happens is the guys that inspired us, they're, we're listening to the same guys that inspired us because we grew up in the same time. So, like, our music is going to sound similar, too because we're inspired by the same people. And then I see them doing stuff. So I say like, I always said like Lil Wayne and uh, when Lil Wayne and and Kanye in 2008 were doing their thing, where like 808s and Heartbreaks and the Carter Three came out, that was for me like the most inspirational moment for me to like, all right, I really want to do this, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, those are like my dads, those two. So I want to sound like, I remember saying, I want to sound like a mix of those two, right? So then I go from there to seeing, uh, <laughs> then I go, they're my dad. They're my dad. Those are my fathers. <laughs> so I go from there and I see Drake come out and I'm like, oh, shit. Drake is their son. 
<laughs> like, pretty much. Okay, I see what you're you know saying. saying? Yeah. Much, and I'm yeah. like, he sounds like what I was thinking about, mm. right? And what I'm trying sense. to do as well, right? Crazy. And then I'm like, oh, okay, he beat me to that point, mm. right? So, and that's amazing. Like, and I'm like, okay, so that's, I'm right. Like, I'm right. Mm. I'm validated in that thought of that's where, where it's going. So I'm going to keep doing this. And I'll also take it, uh, like, inspiration from my big brother. And because he's my big brother now. Like, he, Drake is, that's what he is musically, right? So then J. Cole comes out. And I'm just blown away because, like, he takes the content to a whole different level. Like, he, like, Drake is, like, talking about relationships and stuff with people around you and, and working that out. And then J. Cole is talking about, like, on some world shit. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, okay, you can, like, open up doors. Like, he brings, like, Pac into it. And it's like, it's like a mix of those guys. And that's how I... It's weird. That's how I see music, but like that's awesome. It's like a family. It's like weird. <laughs> yeah, that is. I think it's kind of weird. Vision family tree. Mo Vision. <laughs> you should have tried out for Degrassi, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I could have, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, how do your uh, you your uh, you got some shows coming up? Yeah. How do your shows typically go? And like, what are some places you do? Oh, they're they're There's fire fire shows. <laughs> you can speak on that. Yeah, you've been to one. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. So my biggest like hold up on making music and like um, just taking it seriously was performing. So I didn't perform until the first time was 2016. Um, after making music all this time, that's the first time I ever performed. And it was literally because I was uh, hooping and I tore my Achilles and then I was in bed for like, you know, like the whole process was like four months in a, in a cast, like four months in a boot and like six six months on, I'm messing it up. But it was like, I was on crutches for a long time, yeah. all that, right? So um, basically, I was sitting there and I was thinking like, if I don't go out there and perform, then I'm never gonna do it. If I don't do it mm -hmm. now, I'm never gonna do it. So I literally went and like looked online for like open mics. And the first show I did was at this place, um, I forgot the name of it. Public, Smith Public Trust in D.C. Okay. And it was like an open mic. I went out there and um, I was on like, I had a boot and crutches. And um, I performed like a little like three three song set. And I was super nervous because I've never done it before. And I was, but my thinking was the fact that I'm on crutches, people will cheer for me mm -hmm. because I'm on crutches. How are you going to boo somebody? <laughs> you used it for sympathy? Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's literally what I did. I Wait, was so like, how were you holding the mic? Were you like one crutch on one? I was uh, sitting. Taped to the crutch. I was sitting <laughs> and I had my crutches right here. Oh. Right? Okay. And then I had the mic um, in my hand. And the scary part was when I got up, it was like a high step, but I jumped up. Oh. People were already like, oh, let's go. Like, yeah. like, cause like, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like playing with that in my mind. I was like, they're not gonna boo me. So then, so then even if I forget my lyrics, that was my biggest fear, forget my lyrics. Mm -hmm. I don't know like how to move my hands. Like I was very uncomfortable doing that at first, mm, right? Okay. So like, I'm like, all right, what do I do? And then I get up there, I perform with crutches. I know I gotta hold my crutch and I gotta hold my mic. I'm good. And then, <laughs> and then I got into it, and then I stood up, 
And when I stood up, everyone went crazy. Dang. They're like, because I'm standing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you basically are Drake from Jurassic. Is that, oh, yeah. is that happening? Like, it's, well, he's, he's in, in a wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, in a oh, wheelchair, I was wheelchair so. Jimmy. Like, right? <laughs> okay, so, but, do, you, um, do you usually bring your crew with you? That time I didn't. I didn't bring anyone. Okay. It was just me. But like usually to the shows that you go to, do you like yeah. bring people with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How important sure. is that? Like you're keeping um, friends around you that kind of hype you up, or do you not need that? No, I don't. I don't really need that. I don't think it helps. Okay. I think it, it obviously helps. That's like <laughs> messed up to them right now. <laughs> well, no, I mean to you, to you. <laughs> to me, it helps. No, it helps to me. It helps to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what are the shows you have coming out? Where you're traveling? Because I know you have one like in L.A. And so yeah, L.A. Houston. Um, yeah, LA is June 23rd at Cool Kicks. Um, Chicago is, uh, I'm really trying to get to perform at SneakerCon. Um, we're emailing them like every day. So okay. if y'all want to like hit them up. <laughs> That's uh, June 10th, June 9th and 10th. But that would be like, that would be perfect. Because a lot of my fan base are like, you know, sneaker sneakerheads, like, and like that's how I am as well. So it's like perfect because like I've always grown up like just trying to get every. Well, you got Kai Somar, so it's like, and then it's like <laughs> you're yeah. gonna have a lot of. And exactly. his music video is in a sneaker store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's my that's my thing. So and that's like, in LA too, right? The cool Kicks is. Um, cool Kicks is in LA. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so like sneaker based. Exactly. So like I'm trying to like basically get free shoes that's what i'm trying to do there's the backpack rapper and now we got movision the sneaker rapper exactly i'm trying to get free kicks you have rubber bands on both both of your wrists is that to tie up all your money uh no this is because i i don't even know why it's on my wrist right now it's the bling (laughs) this is all i got right now it could have been symbolic bro you should have just made something up no it's not symbolic (laughs) um why don't you talk about your ad libs because uh you got some nice ad libs yeah you (laughs) um the ad-libs are you said it's just fun like alter ego kind of sort of i mean making music is kind of like an alter ego it's not really like it's in what way um because it's like tupac said it best so when you hear somebody like uh if you're in your house right you're in bed Mm. um and you hear somebody downstairs that's like robbing you right you're not gonna be like excuse me like are you in my house like you're gonna be like hey like yo who's that in my house (laughs) so whenever you're in the booth you're just like hey who's in my house (laughs) kind of like that so it's like that's what you're gonna be like so it's an alter ego you're not like that but like you're we all have that in us well you're a performer yeah i guess that's like you know like lebron on the court Right, he's right. gonna be an animal, and he's not yeah, gonna yeah. like stop himself. Yeah. When he's playing with kids, he's, he's not gonna be that same dude because yeah, that's not. not who he is as a yeah, person. Exactly. But exactly. you can't judge LeBron on the court with who he is as a person because it's like you have to be that animal. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you're just like that. That's, I mean, yeah. not an animal. <laughs> you're an animal but, <laughs> nah, I take that. But in a way, it's like yeah. you know you got to be that beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the ad libs are what. Yeah. Like, but it's not like it. I got to be it. Like I want to be it too. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you. It's not like all right now I have to do this. I don't want to do this, but now nah, I do it. You know what I mean? But it's it's more like this is how I feel. Like you feel like that. I'm sure. Like we all go through moments in the day when we're like we listen to music and we're like we feel like like Uzi Vert. We feel like yeah. whoever we're listening to, we feel hype, right? So like when I'm making music, I feel like I'm that same way. Like 
know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a, it's a moment to just let go. That's how I feel. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are the expenses and the sacrifices of being a 2018 rapper? Um, if you're smart, you can do a lot without much spending. Um, back in the day, you spent a lot of money on music. Like studio time, I'm not spending on studio time. I'm not spending on videos. Um, like it's, it's just not like it was before. Like, so it's a blessing. But um, sacrifices are, the, the main sacrifice is time. Cause like, you know, you see people move like, um, there's these like boxes that everyone has to check off in life. And like, we all like go through them. And as we're moving through life, we're checking them off. But then if somebody looked at my sheet and like compared it to theirs, they'd be like, oh, well, I'm way, you haven't checked off <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so, but like, but like that would be how, I guess they would define my boxes. But if I, def- if I wrote my boxes, what they would be, then maybe they wouldn't have stuff checked off mm-hmm. that I do. But that's kind of like the main sacrifice. So how is like that feeling when like you're for- first like everyone around you maybe has those boxes but you don't it's it's sometimes it's not it's like unsettling sometimes um because it's a risk you know like it's like how much time do i give this like there was an nba player i don't know if you guys saw it there's like a there's a player i don't know his name i wish i did but he's he just got signed to the lakers and he was in the d league or the g league for um 10 years something like that right and it's like he was he was making a lot of sacrifice to be in that league because that league doesn't pay that much Mm -hmm. and he definitely he had like another job like he was making a lot of sacrifice but he had faith that he would make it to nba and it's like i don't know where my number is i don't think Mm -hmm. like that really like i just am going with the flow right now and seeing where it takes me but sometimes you think about that like in the Mm -hmm. back of your mind it's there like it's like all right so like a lot of stuff is happening with a lot of people in my in my like family and my you know friends and I'm like okay well when is that stuff gonna happen for me and I'm like all right well I know why it's not happening so I can't be mad at it because it's my choice that's that's where but then like but most of the time I'm like all right like let's get it like, yeah. Yeah. do you have like a side hustle with it or um, like are you doing this primarily I do this um, primarily but definitely like at this level you have to keep another job like you can't not be working so there's definitely like other um stuff i have my hands in and like other sources of income which are needed to even sustain like that's the biggest word like sustainability is like the biggest word to me because it's like you yeah you're here now but how long can you do this Mm -hmm. if you love this you want to do this forever so like you got to set yourself up to do this forever instead of like putting all your eggs in one basket and one year you're popping and then all of a sudden you're ghost and you can't even have the time to make music if you want to for fun. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's the biggest word for me. Like, I think, I think, you know, even all this time, it's like some people might think of it as being wasted, but I feel like it shapes you a lot to be who you are. And like right now you sitting in front of us, I can just like feel how sort of like authentic you are and like appreciate very humble it. appreciate it and uh you know a lot of these rappers that are coming up right now that people have a problem with with um like the mumble rappers and the druggies and all that kind of stuff i feel like a lot of that is just from them being young and not just just not knowing any better at right. the moment 
And you know they're gonna figure that out as they go. They on, will. But they just blew up right away. Yeah. You know, they had one hit single, and then now they're being that. But like for you, it's different because it's like you have figured out who you are uh, up until this moment, and for you to blow up like now, it wouldn't be as crazy. Like you wouldn't. I don't think that you would you know go and buy flashy <laughs> things and do things that you wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. Um, but I mean, those kids that are like you know popping in one year, like. Like you said, like they're they're learning like in front of us though. That's the that's yeah. the tough part mm-hmm. because they're having to learn like in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And like imagine like going through like when I was like young, imagine having like everyone watching me, like watching me grow. I probably do some really dumb shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? With like that it's just like pressure. Yeah. We always have conversations <laughs> about that. Like yeah. I'm like we're glad that, you know, I think and for artists in general, <laughs> we always want to put this uh this clock on ourselves and be like you know if i don't mm. make it now and, and especially yeah, yeah. you know how you're talking about income and sustainability mm. and all that like it's a lot of pressure yeah yeah. but at the same time like spending those years learning and and doing all this stuff on your own not spending money on music videos doing it yourself like yeah, yeah. all that it adds up and like makes you who you are so right yeah um so we were talking about the dmv area you're from the dmv um mm. are there any other people around here that sort of like inspire you or is it like you you want to get out of here like artists well i mean in general like the 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 culture the place you live in and i have a lot of like dmv pride for sure okay um i think that like the music that comes out of here is very slept on um i think it's different than the music i make for sure but i think it's really slept on um there's so many like talented people especially like after like going out and performing like last year like i did a lot of shows that was my goal just to get really comfortable just get my confidence up and that really helped a lot like with without everything the crutches. without the crutches i did it all like <laughs> i was good no no like sympathy the reason no, the for crutches sympathy. are good marketing like mm-hmm. good marketing i should write that back. one down <laughs> <laughs> he will pulls up in a wheelchair <laughs> multiple crutches uh, but uh i really like like you said, like you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like I, I like the vibe in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It's a huge creative hub, and yeah, I feel yeah. like there's, especially for somebody like you. You know, I don't know what your brown audience percentage mm-hmm. is, but it, I mean, I feel like if there are brown people listening to you, they really, really mess with you. That's how it is. I think. I think the ones that listen to me really show a lot of love, and because you're not corny. Like thank you. you're not. <laughs> thank you. You're it. You're authentic. Like that's thank what it you, sounds like from the music. Thank you. So going off of that. Um, I have a few brown rappers. I okay. want you to rank them okay. from your favorite. Okay. Um, and if you don't know them, then we'll just take them off, I guess. Oh okay, God. so I got <laughs> I got Nav, uh-huh. the Sweatshop Boys, uh-huh. Anik Khan, uh-huh. Fateh, uh-huh. and Humble the Poet. Okay, this is gonna like totally turn off my brown audience though. Because they, they're not gonna like that I don't know anyone on that list. You don't really? Except for, except you know for Nav, Nav. I, I know Nav. And I know, um, like, I haven't listened to any Khan music. Okay. But, like, I know, you of, know him. of him. I know of him. Okay. I never listened to his music. Um, That's not a turn off, though, because these, I mean, you gotta, like, if you type in brown rappers on Google, like, research. this is the list that, show, you know, like, there's not many of us out there. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I haven't, no, like, I haven't heard them. So I, I can't really base yeah. anything off of that. Um, well, how do you feel, like, what's out there right now? Do you think? I do that, feel like if. I can speak on Nav and what I feel about Nav. Um, I think he's great. I think he's honestly, um, he's like inspiring to me. Okay. Like I'm very inspired by Nav because 
um, he he says what he feels. You know what I mean? He doesn't hold back. He says what he feels. And it's very tough being, um, like, it's not tough being brown, but it's, like, I'm not trying to make excuses or anything like that. It's not tough. It's but pressure. Like, it's pressure. That yeah. There's definitely pressure, right, to be a certain way. And he completely, like, goes against that, mm. right? Yeah. And he's unapologetic, like, 100%. So, like, I, I respect that a lot. And, like, he makes his own beats. He writes his own words. Um, he's dope to me. Like, I, yeah. would, I would love to work with him. Um, but, yeah, the, those other guys, I, I would, you know, I, I definitely should check them out. I'll check them out for sure. You, you said that your experience is kind of different because you, your parents were born. Mm -hmm. I mean, they went to high school here and yeah. stuff. But did you have to grow up with that stigma of, like, oh, like, what is he doing? Like, music? Like, what is this? Like, did you have, like, aunties and uncles? Did you have to worry about, like, the, the, the chatter in the background? Um, my parents have been like a barrier for that chatter, which is amazing. Nice. Um, so like I, I've definitely heard it from people who aren't like related or, or I've heard it through other people, mm -hmm. but never directly to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gotten certain people approach me and tell me to stop like 100%. Wow. For um, what? Like what's the reason? Yeah. What is it doing <laughs> to them? What is the reason? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did, my son is listening. <laughs> my dear God. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard that. But um, it's just a, it's just like cultural thing. Like, I can't, I'm not mad at it. Because they're, in their mind, they're doing, everyone's trying to do the best that they can do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so like, I can't, I can't hold grudges on that. What do you think that you'd be doing if you weren't doing music? Like, what's, or even if it was like a traditional job, like, what do you think? you'd be doing if music wasn't an option? Um, that's really hard. This is plan A through Z. I don't know. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a good dedication. Answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, I have a question. So being a rapper that is Muslim and Pakistani, mm -hmm. do you draw any lines to like, okay, this might be too much if oh, I go into... Um, no. I basically... Because at the end of the day, like... I make music on what I feel, like 100% what I feel. So like I don't really take into, I definitely take under like consideration what, how this is gonna affect people. I've like changed some stuff sometimes cause I'm like, mm, maybe not, right? But like slightly, like not like to the to the extent where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna rap about this, I'm not gonna rap about this. Like if I feel it, then I'm gonna like make music mm -hmm. about it. That's, And like, I just hope that people take it as a as like a story because like at the end of the day like w like where you're at when you're like 15 and you listen to something and then you're like this is garbage like I don't want to hear it like this guy's talking filth right if you're 15 years old and you say that come back to the song when you're 25 you might be like oh I get where he was coming from because mm -hmm. in these last 10 years I went through some you know what I mean and now this song is making me feel better about the shit that I went through in those 10 years but when I was 15 I didn't know because I couldn't see the future so like that's really what I feel because like when I speak on something it's going off of my 30 years right mm -hmm. and it might be it's just different like people experience different things at different times in their lives so like I think that's why I'm big on like not 
if I see someone do something that I'm like, that's kind of like, that's like horrible. Why would you say that? Like, I like wait to like make that judgment because I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I don't know because like maybe they're going through some other. Yeah. You know? What's been the best thing that's come out of all of this? Um, Favorite experience or whatever? Best thing is stuff like this is really cool to me because it's like, you know, I thought it was dope that you guys reached out and like, I was like, wow, like people like, like what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you don't always know how people are going to take things. Like, you know, they could easily be like taking like, why are you saying um, something from like the Quran in your lyrics? Like, mm-hmm. why are you making a rap song about this? Or why are you doing this? Why are you doing, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. like, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, people get it. Like, it's not surface level it's deeper than that it's more it's like i mean so it's very like it's motivating to keep going and it's like so stuff like this is really like dope to me and by the way the people that are saying that Mm -hmm. are also singing ride with the mob alhamdulillah like they're singing (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) yeah from rappers that aren't that don't look like you i didn't think of that and so there's so many of them they've been doing it since you've been yeah yeah, yeah. all the people that you mentioned they've Mm -hmm. you know even buster rhymes is muslim like he's We've we've been hearing it's a double standard things. a little bit. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, like, do you feel like you have a sense of responsibility? I mean, people. I feel like most people feel how you feel about mm-hmm. Nav. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing his thing. He's cool and everything. But maybe a lot of people don't relate to him on that level. Yeah. Maybe he, they don't feel like he's doing anything for the community, which he has no like obligation yeah, to. Yeah, but yeah. do you feel um, a sense of responsibility at all? So I do. I feel like I have a, like the responsibility for me like lies in just representing myself and my upbringing as accurately as I as it is mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because I think that's where people get lost in the sauce because like <laughs> if you want to if you want to if you want to just rap about the stuff that everyone's rapping about it's easy to do because you hear it all the time but if you rap about the stuff that you go through and that your upbringing and your foundation like Nav does right Nav does that mm-hmm. Nav raps about and speaks on things that he went through I can't rap about the stuff Nav raps about. I can't say the things he says because I don't go through those things. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I respect him because he says, regardless of the pressure against him to say those things, he's probably pressured to say shit like I say. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? By people who he like does now like is outgrown. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, I'll get the pressure from like different a different fan base, right? To say like, oh, why doesn't why don't you ever say shit like this or okay. like. And I'm like, oh, I'm tempted to, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, but if I do that, then it's not me being real to myself mm-hmm. and me not being real to how I was brought up. Yeah. So that's, that's where I come from with that. What would make everything that you've gone through, you put in a lot of work, you put in a lot of songs. How many songs do you have? A lot. I have like 80 okay. songs. Nice. So like total, how many projects total? Um, like four projects. Okay. Yeah. So what would make all of that work worth it? I think it's already worth it. I don't think that there's a question on that. Like, that's not where I'm, what I'm fighting for. Like, okay. to make it worth it is not mm-hmm. what I'm fighting for. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I want to progress. Like, my, my thing has always been to be the best at what I do. Um, so I want to be the best at what I do and keep moving forward. And if moving forward means more people listening to me, if moving forward means um, whatever it may mean, it, it definitely includes those things. <laughs> like, getting, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, recognition, it includes those things. But moving forward can also mean, like, just mentally and just, like, where you're at, like, spiritually, mentally, like, 
my views, my listens, my fans, everything could stay the same right now, and I feel like I'll still move forward. Yeah, you know. Well, we're super excited for you. Um, and yeah. and we're so glad that we had this conversation. Yeah, we were this talking crazy. at the beginning that like we were expecting you to come in and be like, you know, a <laughs> thug or thug. something like that. But and you are a super duper thug. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the, it was more so like we were scared that you'd maybe be like aggressive or something. Oh, no. But like you're like super oh, thank nice. You. And yeah. No, it's I all about come to somebody's house and be aggressive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all about like when we have people on the podcast and everything like that, and uh, um, you know, us actually being a fan of them or liking what they do. We don't just like you know have anybody on that we're just like oh we need somebody it's like right, people right. that we really genuinely want to know about that we are fans of or mm-hmm. whatever and like we were like oh I really hope yeah. he's he's an awesome dude and like <laughs> appreciate it i think appreciate i'm i'm a bigger fan now yeah. than no, i was I before it. I, I so that. that's Wait, awesome but before we end I, okay just yeah. for my sake yeah. um i love like female rappers and stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i'm like the biggest cardi b Nicki minaj fan so yeah. like what do you think about cardi b they're amazing and they're amazing okay they're amazing are you just <laughs> saying that no 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 they <laughs> are amazing like they're actually so amazing first of all Nicki, i'm a huge Nicki fan like since day one like yes. when i first heard her on mm-hmm. uh uh what was it Jeez, it was on Lil Wayne's project. It was like she just did a little feature on Lil Wayne's project, a little freestyle or something like that. And then I saw her on a DVD with, um, like, back when they used to do like DVDs for like rap. Like there was, I forgot what it was. It was like a, a come up DVD or something like that. Okay. And I might be completely wrong, but um, but yeah, I was a fan of her since then. And then one thing I don't like about what happens with female rappers is that they're so many male rappers and they never people don't pit them against each other mm. and like you know mm-hmm. with female rappers there needs to be more and there are more but they don't get attention unless once they're selling like once they're like you know being like super sexy then they're getting the attention because like uh kamaya is a really dope female rapper but she doesn't um like i guess market herself that way the same way that mm-hmm. nikki and cardi do but so what happens is, one, those, the artists that show themselves in that light are the only ones that are shown, right? When there's a lot. And then when they are shown, they're made to be enemies. Mm-hmm. But in reality, they're right. not enemies. Like, they're, they're both dope artists. They make amazing music. And, like, Cardi's flow is ridiculous. Like, her album is crazy. The new album is ridiculous. Hey, hey, you just won so many Amber points. <laughs> we got one uh, question left for you, but before that, why don't you uh, let everybody know what you have going on currently, um, any projects, and, like, where they can find you on social media. Um, yeah, you could follow me on uh, all my social media is MoVision. That's M-O-E-V-S-N. And um, I just dropped a project called Prelude to Sanity. And that is available on all platforms. And that's, you could just find me, search yeah. me. We'll link it up in the bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Shimmer, do the honors. This is our last question we, we ask every guest. Okay. It's super important. Oh, God. <laughs> if you could describe yourself in any flavor, what flavor would it be and why? about this oh you're cheating yeah you're, you're the cheating wall. hardcore oh i wasn't oh, looking at the oh, wall really? okay. I, I thought he was like reading uh, now i want to <laughs> any flavor yeah um that describes you oh oh uh, definitely um um is is what flavor is like chocolate milk chocolate that milk. could be your flavor yeah, you can chocolate, chocolate milk. milk chocolate milk okay why because chocolate milk is the greatest thing ever invented in life and so am I. <laughs> is this the alter? Is this the alter ego, or is this? No, that's me. <laughs> that's awesome. Man. Okay, chocolate yeah. milk. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, we wish you the best of luck with everything that you do. Definitely. 
um, and always feel free to reach out to us and send us your music because we always play it in like transitions and everything like that we like to promo other people doing their thing so thank you so much for being thank here thank we were super excited to have you and I'm even more excited now like thank, you. Being, so. thank you so much yeah good luck with everything and for everybody listening it's been another week another flavor a little less stranger we'll talk to you next time look where we at look where we at look where we at